On the cover, a series of large posters plaster a brick wall, all depicting the same image. An ad for an upcoming primetime pay-per-view fight. The Midnighters versus the Young Vindicators. On the left side of the poster, portraits of Moonflower, KT, Southpaw, and Waldo, and their new friend Zorn Zartan prepare for action. On the right, the demigod Akina, Swift, the fastest teen alive, Miss Justice in a red solar armor, and a grim-faced Shrike clenching his jaw. Wonderworld Comics proudly presents The Midnighters, Volume 2, From Beyond the Stars, Issue 2, Shifting Loyalties. Prepare yourself, dear reader, for another gripping tale of adventure, drama, and self-discovery. This is Wonder World Comics. Our comic opens with a very out-of-breath Sam and Zorn Zartan in an alleyway with Waldo, having successfully made it across the bridge and for the time being have lost their pursuers. Wait, uh, so we're in an alleyway? Yes. And where's the rest of the crew? The rest I of- am inside one of the guards. Yes. Oh, is that still happening? Yes, yes. that is still going on back in Lincoln Park. <laughs> it all seems so long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that my last kind of directive from Moonflower was to go to Farsec headquarters. Um, Which you did not do. Far I'm, from Farsec, if you will. I felt so certain that I was headed the right direction and we took off across the bridge. But, uh, okay, so this, uh, so Sam says, um, all right, listen, Zorn, uh, my phone screen is kind of cracked and there's some other wonky shit going on with it. I don't know, it's a long story, but anyway, uh, uh, this sometimes works and sometimes doesn't, uh, is just what I'm going to say to preface this, but I'm going to, for this plan to work, I'm going to need you to, like, follow my lead and just kind of act real cool, you know, just trust me on this one. And Sam gets out his crack screen cell phone and um, orders up, uh, trying to think of what it should be called. Uh, a, something like Uber, you know, that's mm-hmm. what I'm going, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we can just brainstorm this real quick. To, you know? I was trying to think of a pun. Yeah, I was trying to think of the pun for Uber. Mm-hmm. Or I just, just like that. kept running into Suber for some reason. Dude, I was thinking Suber. <laughs> it was like <laughs> so Suber. <laughs> but but if, if we both thought Uber. of it, that has to be it. Okay. Um, oh my uh, god. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, so Sam dials a you know opens up the Suber app. <laughs> And uh, and he orders a, a Suber X to try and pick up uh, him and his buddy X87 and Zartan. Uh, extra large, you know, like he's ordering like mm-hmm. a van so it'll fit. Right. I, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Zorn. And, and right. banking on this, that weird enough stuff happens in New Olympus on mm-hmm. a regular basis mm-hmm. that maybe the guy just won't bat an eye, you know? Right. If we're just normal, you know, that's my thought right now. Uh, while you are fiddling with your communicator, Zorn says to you, I must thank you, friend Southpaw. 
and Brent Waldo. You are true champions of this world. Well, I don't know about that. Definitely champions of Eastern Kentucky AAA baseball, uh, you know, uh, all all high school tournament. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know about champions of the whole world. You know, that's, you know, I do appreciate that. That's very kind of you to say. But, no, right now I'm just trying to, you know, like <laughs> use the stupid app to ask a, a guy with a van to come pick us up to go where – I guess we were supposed to go, but I didn't realize until we got all the way on those bridge. But also part of me thinks that in the end that is going to work out because everything usually does. Anyway, very kind of to say. I tend to agree, champion Southpaw. I do not understand much of the details of what you say as many cultural aspects are not shared during the sacred tea ceremony. However, I would like to again thank you for sharing with me the delicious tea of Earth so that I, as a symbiote of the circle, may assimilate to your form and culture. Oh, right on. That's actually super cool. So does that, like, continue the more different kinds of tea we drink? Does that make make sense, or am I totally off base with that? I assumed you brought me the traditional tea of your world. Oh, for sure, for sure. Then the most respectful and and lauded. Excellent, excellent, yes. Guests only, yes. Correct. Um, and, uh, and so, but yeah, no, I was just curious, but that's neither here nor there. Um, it looks like we got about seven minutes until Ronaldo is your driver. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's seven minutes until Ronaldo, uh, shows up. So, but no, that is, that is very interesting. And, and I've got to admit, I do kind of like champion Southpaw, like that's a cool spin on it i'm not gonna lie like that so put a bookmark in that but i'm i'm just messing with that like i really you know i'm not i'm not you know like don't you know i'm just a guy i'm just another guy you know i i'm just doing what anyone would do i say your exploits have already impressed me friend southpaw well i i appreciate it hey speaking of exploits like can you can you fill me in a little bit on like your current predicament and like how you came to be running from, you know, those evil robots who were trying to put you in an impression pit. Cause that sounds like some bad business. And meanwhile, like you are part of the circle, which seems like such an upstanding group, like, you know, like, you know, fill me in, like how, like what, what were the threads that, you know, were spooled together to bring you here, Zorn? People are known for our powerful shape-shifting abilities. As you may have noticed, Kung Tong the Conqueror tried to enslave us and use our powers to turn us into monsters for battle. When we would not comply with him, we were thrown into the pits of oppression. Man, that sucks. It did indeed, as you say, suck. However, I managed to escape and liberated an escape pod. Uh, I thought my landing on a primitive planet in the back wonder corner of this galaxy I would escape my pursuers but it appears they have found me yeah no um yeah I as primitive as we might seem I think somehow there might be more of a bead on this type of thing here than even honestly even than I expected you know it's kind of crazy but like they were on you like white on rice as we say so um as I have said, champion Southpaw, 
I have already been impressed. And he gives you just like a grin and a thumbs up and his thumb is like bent almost all the way backwards. When <laughs> um, and uh, we're going to cut to Moonflower and KT. The um, Kanatong security robots have realized now that their prey is gone and uh, two of them are taking off into the sky. Uh, but the third is still entangled within the living singularity, KT. What are you up to? So two of them are trying to fly off, and um, I believe I am still inside the third. Yes, you have density shifted inside of it. Yes. And they were blasting the hell out of it before they received a new priority command. Um but yeah, the, the one that you are currently within has uh, its adaptive phase shield has taken considerable damage and is kind of flickering in and out of existence. And uh, you coexisting with the electronics and circuitry and uh, dimorphic cybernetics have certainly not helped. It's all whole functionality. I am going to do what singularities do blessed and I shall unleash my powers. I am going to, uh, I'm going to Kirby these guys. Excellent. Excellent. What is that? What does that look like on the, on the comic page? I, uh, I start opening my mouth and I open my eyes wide and the blackness of my pupils and the inside of my mouth, they pour across my skin like mold on bread until the entirety of my being is black and uh, I attempt to swallow all three of them. I was like, for some reason, my, my head went to Jack Kirby, um, but you were thinking of a very different Kirby. I love it. Awesome. Go ahead. Hi. And... <laughs> Go ahead and roll plus three. Oh, that is going to be a six total. Oof, there is one team in the pool to start with if uh, Moonflower can do anything. Yeah, Moonflower would love to do something. Um, I think she's still feeling a little yeah. out of depth in this fight. <laughs> um, so I think she's been, like, she's been moving around a lot, uh, just given the circumstances and given the fact that these are not enemies who are particularly prone to the weapon she has at her disposal. So I think she's been doing a lot of just moving around the scene, trying to get a better vantage point to formulate a plan. Mm -hmm. I think there are a lot of trees on fire still. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, you, you got to watch out for trees on fire always as a general rule. Um, so I, I think she's just been kind of darting around the scene. Like you'll see her kind of in the background of mm -hmm. various panels. She's going to do what she likes to do and get, a little bit of high ground on a telephone pole and and just jump down on top uh land on its back and awesome yeah we get a panel of you crouched on top of the telephone pole your eyes narrow and uh you stand up and do a beautiful swan dive before somersaulting to land heels first into the top of this machine and fully knock it out of kt who then rises into the air and uh, gets a seven to nine. 
So on a seven to nine, you can mark a condition or I get to tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. Let's give you the ball. Excellent. The crushed robot on the ground is uh, ripped to shreds and immediately pulled into the void around you. Uh, the two security robots flying away uh, start to slowly get dragged towards you. Their thrusters start to flare and their adaptive phase armor starts to shimmer as it tries to uh, take on this new threat. They are currently like stuck where they are. They're not getting any closer. But if you like try and do anything else other than focus all of your power on drawing these two in, they're, they're going to get away. Gotcha. I shall continue to hold them in one spot. Moonflower, you see that KT is straining as they are. What does it look like as you uh, like flare your powers trying to, to, to pull these towards you? The entire environment around me starts to darken and I start to become the brightest thing in the area. So Moonflower, you see light literally getting pulled into your, your friend and companion. Stay out of their way. Yeah, I was gonna say, is this like put on some sunglasses? Not subject to the same phenomenon. I'm gonna say that uh, it's it's too much of an effort to contain both of them, but you might be able to get one of them. I shall attempt to get one of them. You focus your powers, uh, switch to the one on the right, and it just like collapses and. Uh, the, the phase armor explodes in a flash of light and uh, the arms and legs are all crumpled like a soda can being crushed as uh, the pieces of it come scattering through the air and soaring towards you. Uh, and the, the third enforcer uh, flies into the night. Yummy. <laughs> Moonflower, your uh, calm chimes and the little... Uh, voice tells you incoming call from shrike i roll my eyes and then i answer <laughs> you hear shrike's uh hushed voice in your ear it says listen moonflower do you mind telling me why the young vindicators are being sent by the mantis to capture an escaped convict that has been seized by a and i'm quoting him here potential threat that just so happens to be at the location you just called me for backup? You know, that's a great question. I don't think I know what threat you're talking about. Please tell me this isn't you. I don't have any prisoners. Well, listen, uh, that's good because we are coming in uh, in about 30 seconds and we're going to find him wherever he is. I don't know. I think you kind of missed the party. The robots are gone. Robots? What robots? The mean ones that I called you about. Oh. Yeah, about that. Those are security enforcer droids from a prison colony owned by a space warlord that apparently has a lot of sway because they contacted Archon himself. and. He talked to Mantis, and they talked to us. 
So well, the prison industrial complex does have a lot of power, but they did set most of Lincoln Park on fire. So in the background, uh, you hear uh, Akina's voice calling out, Shrike, are you going to land this thing or what? Says, yeah, I'll be right there. Listen, I got to go. Please don't do anything stupid. And he hangs up. Southpaw hops on the comm system and is like, hey, Moonflower, um, where should we, where should me and Zorn go again? Like, I I, I decided to just call it a, a Suber, which, you know, I know. Like, I figured that might be my best bet because I actually ran down the bridge the wrong way, which sounds stupid. But um, anyway, uh, we've been where should I where should I go? We've been getting this conversation as like in little jagged word bubbles coming out from Eden's uh, radio. But as Selfa asks, yeah, where should we go? We get a panel of him and Zorn sitting in the back of the Suber. And the, the Ronaldo, the driver, just like looking at them with like a questioning face and looking a little frustrated. <laughs> Waldo's also in the super. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. Waldo's also yeah. there. It's yeah. a pet friend, pet friendly super. Yeah, for sure. On second thought, don't go to Farsec. Maybe go not on Paragon Island. Okay, right on. Uh yeah, I can we could do that. Um I was kind of thinking that maybe, like, this is going to sound silly, but, like, um, I I saw kind of a flash that made me think that KT had kind of taken care of the robot situation, and so that, like, maybe we were, like, free to do whatever, and I was kind of thinking maybe me and Zorn could go at the boardwalk and, like, get funnel cake and maybe go on the Ferris wheel or something, like... I don't know. That that was my first thought. Listen, you know? Mr. Southpaw, we are we going somewhere or what? And as you um look up uh at Ronaldo, uh out the windshield behind him, you can see a uh small black figure rocketing towards you, uh, and small flashes of forty watt purple caliber laser fire. Oh shoot! Uh, hey, um, actually, I think we got a situation right here where I am, um, and I uh, pull I I pull a twenty out of my wallet and just throw it on the ground, and pull Zorn and Waldo out of the Suber, and we dive back into the alleyway and go up a fire escape. Quick question: Was it a Subaru Subar? I think they all are. I think. Uh, I think they, yeah, yeah. They, I think every single one is a Subaru. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Subaru actually uh has a a, a marketing deal with our publishing company, and so <laughs> a little product placement. Uh huh. Their app was made with love. <laughs> uh-huh. We don't actually get money from Subaru, but if they want to give us some, we would take it. Yeah, I totally don't drive a Ford. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, all I'll say about it is like, at least when you're driving a Subaru, you're driving a car you can feel now and like not feel a lot of the Subaru. Yeah. I was I was a big fan of Xena, Warrior Princess, <laughs> back in the day. Um, and okay. as you were, yeah. and as you were having these these warm, happy thoughts, um, 
the the Subaru Subaru behind you. Uh, Ronaldo yells, "What the hell!" Before it just gets peppered with plasma fire, and he leaps out the door, and the whole car just goes up in flames. Oh dang! I thought Thanks. I thought I don't know. For some reason, I thought that I would be able to save the car from being blown up. I guess that wasn't the case. Anyway, um, if there's one thing to know about this podcast. It's that if there's an opportunity to blow up a car, we're going to take it. Oh, that's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> you sat in a vehicle, it's going to explode. Um, You're probably going to die. <laughs> so for our, so for our, our van, of course. Oh, um, yeah, obviously. Um, and, and my Nissan. Um, <laughs> you mean your Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, but yeah, I mean, like, I... I take another twenty out of my wallet and throw it back and say, "Sorry, Ronaldo," and we're go- we're going up the fire escape. Moonflower, you've heard that South by has a bit of a situation on his hands. What are you and KT going to do about it? I'm not sure I know where he is, except that he didn't go where I told him to. He was on the other side of the bridge. That leaves a lot of New Olympus where he could be. Oh, so yeah, so Southpaw, as they're like scrambling up these metal rickety stairs, he gets on the intercom again and says, um, so yeah, there's another uh, purple people eater, uh, you know, pit of death uh, robocop, uh, and it just blew up my guy's uh, security drone. Security drone, yeah, sorry, I, I, I kind of them robocops but whatever oh yeah actually that might be like i'm not totally sure about how that all works anyway yeah so uh you'll see uh just off the main drag there on the other side of the bridge where an alleyway uh a uh, subaru just got blown up and uh <laughs> i definitely can say that one because they sponsor us and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that that's how you'll probably find me. Yeah. Um, and you'll recognize actually, it by the way it's on fire. Yeah, you, yeah, you'll see. By the way, it's on like purple flames and the smoke that's also dark, darker purple that's coming up from it. And uh, you know, the paint scheme on all the Subar Subarus is purple as well, which is kind of a an ironic synergy at this point, you know. But uh, yeah, I actually don't know what I'm gonna do when I get to the top of this building either. It's just, I, now I'm realizing what a stupid plan. I don't know. Mister Southpaw, we are going to need a plan. <laughs> Zorn, are you sure you can't fly now that you've, you know, now that we did the tea ceremony? I have always been able to fly. If we could fly away, that might be, that might give us a chance. And I do know one place that if we could, well, yeah, we'd have to go through under the tunnel. That might throw them. And then we, Um, yeah, yeah. And just then the Kanatong security drone slams into the alleyway and starts uh, shredding the metal ladder as it starts clawing its way up this fire escape after the two of you. And Let me yeah. just drop a pin for you, uh, Moonflower and KT. <laughs> Put a pin in that. <laughs> Let me just, I'll just drop a pin. I'll share my location just this one time. Yeah, you guys have got advanced communicators. I have to turn on the location permissions. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I am a private being. 
That's um, true, KT. You do keep to yourself. I've noticed yeah, that. Yeah. You're not ever like absorbing all the light on the island or like warping all the space or, you know, and I'm not complaining, but like, yeah, that is one thing I've noticed about you. Very, yeah. very private. Keep to yourself. There is this uh, drone that is clawing its way up towards uh, Zorn Zartan, who is below you on this fire escape. He is in imminent danger if you two aren't going to make it out of here. Wait, so we're. Uh, we're on top of the roof now. He's coming up the fire escape. So. Yep. Okay. Um, is there anything we can hop to, or at least try to hop to? Um, yeah, you can probably jump away across the alleyway. This thing is like uh, literally about to sink its claws into Zorn's like calves. Oh, I, I mean, if he's if he's like upon us, then I guess I guess we'll just I guess we'll just fight him. And yeah, so Southpaw's like, ah, shoot, Zorn, we're out of time. Let's just kick this guy's ass. And then, uh, then we kick his ass. <laughs> what That's is, a roll, right? What does that ass kicking look like on the comic page? So I know what to make you roll. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, hang on, I was hoping that would work. Oh, yeah, it it almost did. Yeah, yeah, under uh, under uh, basic it's a big cloud right of there. dust. That's what it looks like on the. That's what it looks like on the comic. There's like a bubble that says boom, and another one that says pow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, you see one limb poking out, you know, and walking oh, yeah. like woof, you know. Uh, it sounds like that is going to be uh, directly engage a threat. Sam uh, yells, "That tears it, bub." Yeah. <laughs> uh, directly engage a threat, not my strong suit, but uh, I. Give us that roll plus danger. It's a four. <laughs> Oof. Um, I've been needing to mark some potential. Uh, you know, yeah, so, yeah. So. Go ahead and mark potential. You get a yeah. So really, what's going on beneath that uh, very convenient plot cloud of dust is that uh, you know, like I, th- I think Sam didn't even have time to like get his bat out or like pair uh some kind of swing or strike you know, he just basically mm-hmm. would just like uh put his shoulder into like the thigh or knee area and probably got smacked and then you know i guess i don't know what zorn did but um <laughs> yeah you go to like drive your knee into this thing and there's a flash of chromatic light and you are blasted away from the building and like down back into the alleyway and land flat on your back. And uh, I'm going to ask you to take a powerful blow. I fall all the way off the building? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a powerful um, blow. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I guess fair enough. Um, what do I roll for that again? Um, so it is a 2d6 plus the number of conditions you have marked. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, so plus one. And you want to lo- roll low. Champion Southpaw mm-hmm. doesn't yeah, roll yeah. low. The, so the Midnighters have a, have <laughs> a long history. trying of... to kick ass. Eight. That's okay. That's, That's not seven. bad. That's not bad. Yeah. On a seven to nine, you, you only have to choose one. Um, you lash out verbally to provoke a teammate to foolhardy action or take advantage of your influence to inflict a condition. You give ground and your opposition gets an opportunity. Or you struggle past the pain and mark two conditions. Trying to think of what I mean, what makes sense that Southpaw would actually do here. Um, I mean, there's no way that we don't give him an opportunity, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, um, you hit the ground and like hit your head hard 
and like reached for your baseball bat and it's not there. It like fell off your back and uh, Waldo runs over to you and he's got your bat in his, in his mouth and he drops it kind of next to you and starts licking your face. Um, but while this is going on, uh, Zorn has, his arms have extended and stretched out like 10 or 20 feet and he's just wrapped himself around this security drone to just like totally envelop it blasters firing everywhere just peppering the buildings with exploding uh purple energy and uh then it's rocket boots blast off and it uh launches up into the sky carrying zorn zartan with it zorn and, and we get an amazing <laughs> panel of that looking straight down at Southpaw on his knees <laughs> arms outstretched uh, and we turn the page and um, catch up with KT and Moonflower we yeah. can see the security droid at this point correct flying upwards yeah yeah you guys are, are pretty close I would imagine KT you can fly you've got the car there I'm going to click my communicator and uh, ask Lady Moonflower, are you familiar with spears? The weapon? Yes. Oh, of course. We will become one. I grab her and I fly towards the the security drone and um, urge her to hold a knife out steadily. And I'm going to multiply our density by a factor of 70. And also, as we get this amazing shot of you two streaking across the page, uh, we have also triggered our move of coming together as a team to face a dangerous foe. So we immediately add two teams to the team pool. So we're back up to two. Um, Who is the leader of this fight? I feel like, honestly, probably KT at this point. Yeah. I would say, yeah, I'd say it's, either. K- it's KT's fight if it's anyone. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, it's not knows much- Interglass, so that <laughs> yeah. is a point in their favor. They're also taking yeah. the initiative right now. Awesome. Yeah. Sure. Cool. Um, so KT, as leader, do you have influence over every other member of the team? No. For you. <laughs> um, I have influence over nobody. Physically, I can squish them all into one ball. But emotionally, there's nothing I can do to sway them. <laughs> I feel like, and maybe this changed and I just didn't mark it down, but at some point I gave influence to and, you. And at any time, if you feel that someone has influence over you, you can give it to them just as an okay. immediate action. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think but, rightfully, just for the record, Katie had. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So you do have influence over, over Southpaw then. Southpaw. That is noted. Moonflower, are you? Do you? Does KT also have influence over you, or are you still? No. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's kind of what I expected. So we don't get an extra team from that. Um, Eden has influence, or Eden is influenced by Sam and Shrike only, and all adults, but only Sam and Shrike of the teenagers. So That's amazing. Uh, I can't see how that could go wrong. No. Um, cool. She's, uh, she's not influenced by that thing that stares at her from the darkness. <laughs> And KT. KT, as a leader of this team, uh, what is your purpose in this fight? My purpose in this fight is to free uh, prisoner X87 Prime. 
from the clutches of Hanatong, the Conqueror. Moonflower and Southpaw, is that your uh, purpose as well? Absolutely. Hell yeah. Awesome. So we are now up to three team in the pool. Does anyone mistrust KT or any, anyone else on the team? Hell no. I heard a giggle. <laughs> no. We can't, <laughs> we can't, to be honest, trust would not be. We can't, we can't see each other, but everyone is glaring at Kyra. <laughs> <laughs> lo- she's trying to lawyer it right now. Somehow. Uh, like, I'm not- <laughs> no. Your Honor, I did not say I mistrusted AT. <laughs> Um, no, um, I don't. Do, I, I don't mistrust KT. Awesome, awesome, cool. So we you're don't. only you're only rocketing three thousand <laughs> yeah. feet over the surface of the Earth at one hundred and forty-seven miles an hour. Yeah, which is to say, not just to say that you're not in. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> that I wouldn't say that implies trust, but I would also mm-hmm. say that it doesn't imply mistrust. <laughs> We agree to disagree. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, so we don't we don't remove a team from the pool for that. Um, and uh, is your team ill prepared or off balance? I mean, you did come here knowing, like, to investigate something going on. Yeah, I I guess in all honesty, we we probably have all the A game that we have at our disposal right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. I believe it. I believe it. Awesome. So we have three team total in the pool. It sounds like KT and or Moonflower are about to. So KT, what is your what is your purpose? Where I guess the the question I'm trying to ask is why are you throwing this spear? Are you trying to impale this machine and take it out of the sky, or are you trying to uh, like rip it off of Zorn Sartan, aka are... X87 Prime? We are going to attempt to pierce the uh, pierce the mask, so to speak, of this uh, of this security droid, and uh, render it inoperable either by choice or by chance. So roll to very very literally pierce the mask, which is actually a directly engage a threat, um, and roll plus danger. <laughs> oh no! Ooh. So oh, that is going to be a. Nine minus one for eight total. There's two teams not in the pool. very dangerous. There are three teams in the pool. I mean, I'm just gonna throw it out there that Moonflower is already helping by. I mean, yeah, yeah. Quite I would literally say, the tip of the spear. Yes, yes. I would say Moonflower could definitely add a team quite easily. If uh, Southpaw, you could also take a um, shot at this thing to knock it out of the sky. Yeah. So from Southpaw's vantage point, he's kind of the bolt of purple that is the the robocop or i guess you could call it a security drone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and then he sees the one that is kt which does that usually have a color signature in the in the comic there's a kind of golden white it is the it is the white hot terror of fear of watching <laughs> the laws of physics rip around you <laughs> i am the Ooh, color okay. of fear um okay no that that perfectly answers my question <laughs> um so when, when he sees the two of you pursuing 
I guess he doesn't even necessarily know the Moonflower's along for the ride, but he <laughs> he, uh, he hops on the uh, the uh, communicator again and says, uh, "Hey, KT, uh, just so y'all know, uh, Zorn is kind of like wrapped around." the robocop i mean uh the security drone or whatever so just be careful that if you just come barreling right into them you might it might be difficult to avoid hitting both hitting both of them just to you know just as a as an aside and as you're saying that we get a panel in slow motion of kt kt's eyes widening in realization and just barely twitching to the side and we get a slow-mo panel of Moonflower's knife going just almost grazing the cheek of Zorn as he just is looking at both of you with his eyes wide open before <laughs> the the head of the security drone is obliterated. So that is a 10 plus. You trade blows with the security robot and you get to pick two from the list. Um, I will. We will take something from them. That's something being a symbiont. Excellent as well as creating an additional opportunity for mine allies. So you destroy this head. It is like reduced to powder from the force of your impact. And you swoop down and snatch uh, the falling X-83 prime out of the, out of the um, and he kind of writes himself in the air and hovers next to you. And you look over, just in time to see the central core of the security drone detonate. And uh, you can like throw, you turned to protect Moonflower from the blast, but you were going to take a powerful blow. That's fair. Uh, so go ahead and roll plus conditions mark. That is a six total. Hey! Five rolled, one condition. Awesome. Awesome. That is a miss, which is excellent. That means you mark potential as normal and uh, describe to us how you weather this explosion. I eat it. Yes. Um, so, yeah, Moonflower, we get a close up shot of you as your face is briefly illuminated with violet light that immediately vanishes into KT. I feel like when KT rolls, take a powerful blow should be one d six. There's no, there's no powerful blow KT can't take. Emotional damage hurts. <laughs> Sticks and stones. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's why that's why this game doesn't have HP. It has conditions. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So KT is. Hovering in the air, hanging on to Moonflower, hanging on to Moonflower, uh, next to Zorn Zartan. And uh, as you are all kind of surveying the damage, make sure making sure yourselves and no civilians were hurt. Um, you hear the roar of the engine of the jet getting louder and louder. Am I between Moonflower and the jet? Um, the jet is still quite far away. Quite far away. You can away. see it, but it is approaching rapidly. I uh, hold my hand out to Zorn. I look him in the eye and ask, do you trust me? 
he grasps your hand with both of his and looks you in the eye and says, with every cell in my body. I'm going to bend light and heat around us to attempt to become invisible, and then I'm going to rocket straight up. I think Aiden would prefer to be on the ground and to be able to be on There's been no time for that. If, uh, if Eden is able to get that squeaked out, then uh, then KT shall stop and then rocket downwards. <laughs> <laughs> Moonflower, you land in an awesome three-point hero stance on the roof uh, as Southpaw and Waldo scramble their way back up the shredded fire escape to stand next to you. Waldo's going up the shredded fire escape? Yeah. Very he's a good, talented. He's a good boy. Just seems like it might be hard for a dog, but... I mean, Waldo's a good boy. Yeah. He is a good boy. Light dogs can climb bladders, yeah. Yeah, dogs can climb, like, jagged metal shards that are strapped to the sides of buildings. Yeah, yeah, if you can In climb fact, a ladder... You can... yeah. 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 Okay, okay, sorry. No, yeah, no, it's, uh, I mean, that's Waldo for you. I mean, okay, so yeah, we're, uh, we're okay, we're on top of, we're back on top of the room. Mm-hmm. And uh, this jet comes flying straight towards you and slows down and kind of swerves to a stop as thrusters jet out the bottom of it to slow it down as it hovers in place. It's a heavily customized B-1178 Nighthawk stealth bomber. And a voice comes out of the uh, the intercom projected from the... Hold on. Before it does, Southpaw looks over at Moonflower and he's like, Kind of like, come on, like, okay, cool stealth bomber, whatever. Moonflower does smile at that. Eden, you recognize Akina's voice as it booms out of the speakers. It says, stand down and return the prisoner to our custody. What is KT doing? Uh, last I checked, KT and at least Zorn so far are still invisible and I guess on the ground somewhere. But you, I think still invisible. Yeah, I think you might yeah. need to um, unleash your powers to bend light around Zorn as well. If you Zorn as well, okie doke. Uh, go ahead and roll plus freak. Yeah, that ooh, that is a ten plus one. Amazing. So on a ten plus, you do it. Uh, so yeah, you have um, gotten pretty good at this at this point, and just have this field of invisibility. Moonflower, how do you respond to this demand? Eden has strategically gained some plausible deniability. Mm -hmm. So she's just going to kind of put her arms up in surrender and trust KT to not make themselves noticeable. KT will stay stealthy. The the jet hovers in place and a hatch, uh, the, the bomber bay on the bottom opens up and out drops Akina and Swift. Uh, and they land in awesome, obligatory three-point hero stances. Kina is uh, the daughter of Neptune, who is the defender of the oceans, and she is also a current vindicator. Kina has all of the fighting prowess and cunning strategy of her namesake. It's also very fast, very strong. And Swift is um, incredibly fast. Uh, one of her dad's is Acceleration, who's the speedster on the Vindicators. 
As they land, uh, Swift turns to Akina and mutters, it had to be her. <laughs> What's going on? a customer service smile. What's going on, Moonflower? Explain yourself. We responded to an incident in Lincoln Park. There were robots that were setting the place on fire. We put out the fire, most of it, and then we came here. And and while we're at it, why don't you all explain your like what are what's your deal? Because like I, I don't know like why why are you giving us the third degree? By the way, like hello, I don't know what's going on here, but like I am Akina. Explain yourself. I am Akina of the Young Vindicators, an authorized unit of Farsec, and we have orders from Archon himself to return the prisoner to the custody of these enforcers or risk the wrath of Conatong the Conqueror. Well, it's an honor to meet you, your highness, but what does that have to do with us? I don't know what you're talking about. This prisoner, what have you. Like, we saw the fire happening uh, in Lincoln Park. It was a crazy bunch of explosions. Like, you know, again, like, you guys got a lot of nerve is honestly what I think. So, um, honestly, I feel like Maybe we should just get out of here, Moonflower. We have reliable information that your squad, a potential threat to society and to the city, has taken prisoner X87 Prime into custody. Is that true? I turn to Southpaw and say, I don't have anyone in custody. Do you have anyone in custody? I sure as hell don't, like, put people in custody, like, be they intergalactic prisoners or people who just kind of casually drop something, like, saying that we're a threat to, you know, the city's safety or some shit like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't put people in custody for stuff like that. Get out of here. I'm sick of it. You didn't see her come over, Moonflower, but Swift is suddenly kind of like, by your side and she puts a hand on your shoulder and she says come on moonflower you weren't there like archon was pretty shaken up when he heard this and you know him nothing shakes him apparently i don't know any more than you do but this conaton guy is bad news wow i'm really sorry that you're in such a sticky position i'd offer to help but you made it pretty clear that you don't want my help on your team Fine. Swift with me. And uh, they uh, return uh, to under the hovering ship where two cables drop out uh, and they grab onto them. And Akina turns around and says, I don't believe you for a second. When I find out where you're hiding that thing, we're coming after you with everything we've got. I give them another customer service smile. Yeah, Southpaw is is whistling his way back down the fire escape, I think. Just totally unconcerned with what she just said. At least outwardly, you know, he was listening. He didn't didn't uh, deign to give it anything. Yeah, the two lines retract up in real uh, Kenan Swift into the ship, and the Falcon jet roars off over the city, back towards the lighthouse. What do you do? KT will drop invisibility and they will look at Moonflower and ask a Moonflower why did she refer to us as things? 
Don't listen to her. She doesn't she doesn't know what she's talking about. Hanatong the Conqueror enslaved the entirety of the symbiont race because they would not work for him, sentenced them to a slow death inside of the oppression pits. Exactly, which is why you know better than Akina and why we're not going to listen to her. That said, we do need to find somewhere to hide. Southpaw from down below the fire escape says, Hey, y'all, I know just the place. (laughs) (laughs) And we turn the page, and where do we find our... Our heroes. We're camping out, baby, in the great Pacific Northwest. We're out in nature. We're on, we're on a camping trip. Yeah, so uh, we cut to um, Southpaw, who's got, like, his arms outstretched, welcoming, you know, uh, just a huge grin on his face at this incredible camping spot that he found not too long ago um, that just has this great overlook up in the it's up in the kind of the foothills of the olympic mountains just kind of south of the city you can see the whole city it's a great spot and yeah what are the looks on everyone else's faces as you uh take a look at your accommodations i just want to so before you speak i just want to lay this out so we've got our camper we've got the the awning extended we've got a really nice fire built and We've got like Waldo's got one of those uh, sticks that uh, you that with two prongs with mm-hmm. a bunch of weenies on it. So Waldo's grilling up weenies on the fire for everyone. And yeah, it's very and like you said, Michael, it's a beautiful you know the deep the deep lavender of late dusk and the the lights <laughs> of the city and the fresh scent of the mountain air and uh, the we'll say pensive hooting of a great horned owl. Now you can say what you think about my camping trip idea. <laughs> what do Moonflower and KT think of the, the camping spot? It does not smell like the city. No, it does not, KT. You got that exactly right. I don't think Moonflower is much of a camper. I think she's fine with it. She's been in worse conditions but i think she's a little bit of a city girl at heart this is fine (laughs) in summary this is fine yeah and i think as long as no one else is like completely shattered then then southpaw and waldo zorn zartan is uh sitting with his legs crossed kind of off to one side a bit way away from the campfire uh looking out over the city lost in thought Hey, uh, Zorn, just so you know, you know, you don't have to spill your guts or anything, but I, I just wanted to say that we're, we're here for you if you got anything on your mind or, or if there's anything you think we should know as we kind of figure out what the, what the hell we're going to do next, quite frankly, because, I mean, as much as I love it out here, we can't stay out here forever. And we got, I mean, we honestly, we're kind of, we got to figure something out, I guess, but, uh, Anyway, sorry. It's not to say you got to talk about any of that stuff. What to say? Sorry. I appreciate I your concern, yeah. friend Southpaw. You are as noble as you are brave. I have much to think about. It has become abundantly clear that my presence here is a danger, not only to you, your friends, but to your planet. Well, see, that's the thing is that this whole situation's got me thinking about who's a danger to what and i mean 
I mean, you do have a point that if you weren't here, we wouldn't have to worry about, you know, what's going to happen to us with the people that are coming after you. But then again, turns out the people that are coming after you are people we just happen to know and quite people that I thought were, I don't know. Um, this whole thing's got me looking at everything a little bit different. So, I mean, just cause, just cause it's a sticky situation. Don't mean that, uh, that you running away is going to fix it. I appreciate everything you have said, but you must understand. I am but a pilgrim, part of the circle. I am a part of the greater whole. My sacrifice by returning with them will mean that you and your people will live. That is a choice I will happily make. Sam does, Sam's doesn't know what to do. Like, Sam is uh, visibly upset by that, but he like is opening his mouth to say something. Give, maybe even give him a dot, dot, dot bubble. You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pretty upset, but doesn't know what to say to that. KT will float on over. Pilgrim Zorn. Are you familiar with the Spica star system? I have heard of it, yes. On Uvos 4, we had a great many constellation tours and astrological officers. Are you familiar with its general direction from either your planet or this one? I shall, uh, I shall point towards the Virgo constellation for him. When you... When you whisper your circle prayers, will you say one for Zorpak? I will, friend KT. Thank you. And KT will float up probably a good 200 feet right above the tree line, or, well, I guess quite a bit up over the tree line. Eden witnesses these serious conversations happening and then says... You know, the solution's really simple. We just need to fake his death. I mean, it honestly, Sam like broke into a huge smile. He's on board. Wonder World Comics is an actual play podcast of Masks, A New Generation by Brendan Conway. This issue was GM'd by Michael Dunham, who can be found on Twitter at Galvanic Man. Southpaw is played by Charlie Smiley, who can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Big Sky Charlie. Moonflower is played by Kyra Nelson, who can be found on Twitter at Kyra M. Nelson. Graviton is played by Sawyer A. The Righteous Flame is played by Theodore Hampton, who can be found on his website at theohamptonphoto.com. Wonderworld Comics is produced and edited by Michael Dunham. The music is from Dvorak Symphony No. 9. Do you have questions or comments? You can get a hold of us on Twitter at Podcast. Or send us an email at www.comicspodcast at gmail.com.